0: Croatia Underrated Episode 5 Curious Personalities Best Known Croatian Women Pozdrav i dobrodošli! Hello and welcome to Croatia Underrated, your spirit-lifting dose of Croatia. My name is Iva and I'm your hostess. Let's call me a hostess, especially for this particular episode. Just to double-check how does that sound, I googled podcast hostess and it seems that even the most feminist podcast hostesses would rather call themselves hosts. Isn't it strange that even if there is a female word for a job description, it sometimes doesn't have an equally dignified connotation? My favorite example is the word for a female hero. English is not my mother tongue, but doesn't heroin sound a bit awkward? I announced this podcast would occasionally contain stories about curious historical personalities. Well, you know what? It's been a week since International Women's Day. And this particular Women's Day, my Facebook timeline was full of inspiring quotes and remembrance of interesting women I even personally received several Happy Women's Day notices and had an extra urge to send some, too. I don't know if it's just me, because if I understood well from the Netflix social dilemma, you get the kind of timeline you agree with. But it sure felt that this Women's Day was by far the most marked one in Croatia since Croatia left Yugoslavia. Red carnation flowers are still not fully back in business because they're probably still too associated with the socialist times. But more and more initiatives are claiming them back, too, because after all, they are the original symbol of gender equality since the first International Women's Day. Now back to my question. You know what? It's been a week since the Women's Day and nobody talks about women anymore. So, in the first Croatia underrated episode dedicated to curious historical personalities, I'm going to talk about hmm, the B-side of history, and that's her story about Croatian women. After all, I started this podcast in March, Female History Month, so it's only fair to talk about women. Beware, though, because I will keep mentioning them throughout the year just as well. In this episode, I want to mention specifically two women who are very idolized throughout Croatia. Before I say something about them, I'd like you to think about two important women for your country. I know, it's not always easy to remember as much as two nationally recognized women at first glance, which only proves how important it is to mention them over and over again. However, I would dare to guess that you could think of some Croatian women if you would just have the time to think about it for a while. Take our previous president, Kolinda Grabar-Kitarovic. During the time of Kolinda's presidency, we weren't as impressed as most of the observers from outside of the country. But throughout her mandate, I didn't get a single guest on my tours that wasn't completely amazed by our... Presidentess, if I might use that word, she won over the world with her cheering for the football team in her red and white shirt, completely breaking the protocols during the matches. Oh no, does any conversation in Croatia need to come down to football/soccer? If you really want to talk about football, let's talk about Matza Maradona. That's the nickname of the talented footballer Maria Matuzic. Even for most feminists, football seems off-topic. But when I used to work for a football club, I was so saddened by the lack of chances the women or girls face in that world when many girls are equally inspired by Luka Modric as boys. That's why, speaking of football, I'm so eager to mention a Croatian 1,500 times scorer Still playing in her sixties, and that scorer happens to be a woman, Maria Matuzic, known as Matza Maradona. Forget about football for once and switch to winter sports. If you do follow winter sports, you might be familiar with Croatian Wonder Woman Janica Kostelic, a skier. Who won four Olympic golds and throughout her career outran all the Canadians, Americans, and overall anyone who was born and raised around ski resorts? Croatia is known for its natural beauty and diversity, but Alps or true ski resorts are not a part of it. The woman literally beat all the odds to become the best female skier. If you are my contemporary, there is a chance you might have heard about two Croatian women, and those are Kolinda and Janica. But if you lived a century ago, there would be a very good chance you'd know another Croatian woman, especially if you were a member of the upper class, nobility, or if you were simply a party animal, a reed opera fan. There is no way in this world you wouldn't know about another Croatian woman. No Tosca can compare to her Tosca, said Puccini, the author of Tosca. Munich Opera. she landed a job there, of a prima donna, and stayed there for 15 years. New York, London, Paris, you name it, she sang there and owned the stage. If you ever visited the mesmerizing Plitvice Lakes National Park in Croatia, you have seen waterfalls named after her. Difficult Wagnerian operas? Say no more, she's got that covered, too. Actually, she was such a great performer of Wagner's operas that rumor has it a Swiss chocolate producer and uh, Wagner aficionado called his new chocolate Milka after that absolute 19th century rock star of Croatian origin, Milka Ternina. Even with all these superstars, I think that if there was a survey asking Croatian people to choose two most famous women, most important women from our history, two different women would be the first ones to come to mind. And I wanted to talk about them today. One of them was Ivana brlic Majuranić. She was a writer, most famous for her children's books. Everyone likes to cherish this mental picture about one of the greatest Croatian storytellers, somewhat of a great mom of all the Croatian children who are all brought up on her books. To adults, she means even more as a passionate collector of Slavic legends that she turned into her fairy tales. Her archaic language, her mythical characters, her giants and fairies and underground creatures and witches they all feel like they're unlocking the path to the ancient truths of the tribes that lived in this part of Europe centuries ago. An old 1920s translation of her book, "Croatian Tales of Long Ago," "Priče iz Davnine, is available as a free ebook online. This only shows that she was acclaimed internationally, but we don't think about that aspect that much. We are not as proud with the recognition she received as much as we actually feel pride when we think about her literature. There is some invisible connection. I would almost dare to think as the books were written for each of us personally. It might be because she is an inseparable part of each person's childhood, but I can't really explain how we feel about her. We idolize her and she is symbolic for Croatia. I would love to hear how you feel about her tales if you ever get to read them. Remember, Croatian tales of long ago. A simple Google search will get you there. The other iconic female personality is Marija Juric Zagorka, one of the most popular personalities of Zagreb. Probably the most popular one. Again, I haven't really done a research... But I've seen the looks on the faces of people when they start hearing stories about her if they're not from Croatia and didn't know about her before. Or when you only mention her if they are from Croatia. I especially love the fact that whenever people talk about her, nobody even thinks about her private life. Was she married? Did she have any kids? People don't really care. They want to hear about her. I'm not going to bother to answer those questions either at this time. But I'm still going to be perfectly unfair to her and only mention that she was the first woman political reporter in Croatia, one of the founders of Croatian Journalistic Society, a best-selling writer, an activist, and an empowerer. The main characters of her novels were women. And sometimes people ask her, How did she even get the inspiration? Where did she find the inspiration for such characters? She responded, All you need to do is look around you and you will find an army of unknown heroines on each path of life. There's so much to tell about Zagorka. She was the town's most cherished badass, I'd say. I feel like there is a special kind of respect for her because she never feared to stand up for what she felt was right or to challenge anyone who was fake, to simplify it. The integrity of that woman is what keeps me inspired to this day. The integrity and the deep understanding of weaknesses of others. That's at least how I see her. If tolerance was a person, it would be Zagorka. Also, if fighting for what you believe in was a person, it would be Zagorka. You probably know that it's hard to combine those two. But it's really hard to find, when you read about her, when you read her works, any hatred in her writings and acts. Only strong, challenging, and thought-provoking words. I'm saying that I'm unfair to her because it's not fair only to mention her like this. I should be talking about her a whole lot more. Zagurka is definitely one of those people who is an inseparable part of a city. In this case, Zagreb. Representing Zagreb without bringing up Zagorka would simply not be true. It makes me kind of proud of living in a city, story of which cannot be told without a woman. There are still not many cities like that in the world, unfortunately, but Zagreb is that kind of a city. Both Ivana and Maria lived in my hometown of Zagreb for a while. Ivana spent a part of childhood and her last years in Zagreb. Maria lived in Zagreb most of her life. This is just my opinion, but I have a hunch that if there was a survey of the most relatable and popular personalities in Croatian history, so not just women, that the two women would be very high on the list. Women can do anything. Croatia proves that, and so does probably your country. But the anything comes with a tag. Hot, cunt, stupid, trash, hysteric are just a few derogatory words the above-mentioned women had to deal with. Well, let's add to that count the word badass. You might have noticed that I'm quite passionate about this topic and quite conveniently I run a walking tour called Badass Women of Zagreb as a part of my Secret Zagreb program. It's not a tour about uh, women bank robbers or gang members that I'm sure would be badass too. It's a tour that shares stories about a number of women who stood up for what they believed in and moved on, even if it was a tiny step ahead of the society of the time, thus making way for the rest of us. Ivana Brlić-Mažuranić and Maria Jurić-Zagorka are definitely amongst them. The Women's days behind us. The Female History Month is still here and the World Storytelling Day is just around the corner on March the 20th with a topic of new beginnings. Isn't it cool that Croatia cherishes the memory of its two female storytellers, Ivana and Maria, so fondly? And wouldn't a new beginning be finally recognizing all the great women, breaking the glass ceiling once and for all? and reaching that equality. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you'd like to remember some details, names, and find some links, check out the written version on croatiaunderrated.com. Our next episode is going to be another one from One Star Croatia series. And um, it's going to be dedicated to funny reviews about Croatian karst phenomena. So a bit of a lighter topic for the end of this week. In the meantime, doviđenja, goodbye from Croatia Underrated.